When you have conversation outlines or conversation frameworks, then sales conversations and networking can be a lot easier. If this is your first time of listening to the podcast, when I say sales conversations, I'm mostly talking about conversations in a commercial context. So not that we're talking about sales in a theoretical context or in an academic context, but when you're face-to-face with a customer, when you reach out to someone, someone reaches out to you, or you guys are already in a commercial relationship, you guys have already um, exchanged uh, deposits and uh, you've started delivering on that awesome service that you have promised, and also customer service um, issues and conversations that arise. And so for me, when I say sales conversations, it's just my umbrella term to capture everything that starts from the beginning when you guys are in the toasting stage and leading all the way through to after you have consummated the relationship, if we can put it that way, and uh, trying to sort out any customer service issues that arise and also uh, let's see, follow up that includes trying to bring in repeat business. So I call all of those sales conversations, and that is pretty much the preoccupation of this podcast if you are a first time listener. And if you also swing by the Instagram handle, you will find that that's the preoccupation of the handle as well. So from time to time on the podcast, we might touch on some other things that are tangential to the topic of sales, like marketing and maybe branding. But Those are not my forte, and I stick pretty much to what it is I know, which is sales and personal selling. So, uh, let's see, what else? Okay, yes, of course. So, as I was saying, um, conversation outlines and frameworks. So, if you have one of those in the back of your pocket, or something that you can easily reach on your phone, or stored away in your head because you've um, used these frameworks over and over again, then sales conversations and networking don't have to be dreadful and they don't have to be exhausting because a lot of people find sales conversations and networking to be uh, frightening and to be exhausting. So the solution is to have simple conversation outlines and that is what we're going to explore in today's recording and also in uh, subsequent recordings. Um, Apologies ahead of time. If I'm not able to make any recordings tomorrow, and that's because I have an out-of-town wedding. I have a couple that's getting married in Suleja. So, uh, because of the long commutes involved, and of course, it's a wedding day, I might not be able to make a recording, but um, if I can find a spare you know, 15 minutes, I will step aside and do something quick. But just in case you don't hear from me um, tomorrow and the day after, it's because of the wedding and uh, okay and then of course there's not going to be any recording on Sunday because Sunday is the day that I have set apart for the other podcast that's the so you're getting married podcast the one that is much more oriented towards weddings and um, sorry not weddings uh, marriage yeah marriage and relationships so um, yeah so if you don't hear from me tomorrow I'm only going to be away for three days and then I'll be back again with the regular schedule. Okay, so back to conversation outlines. Now, there's this question that I get asked from time to time. Do you need conversation outlines or templates? And the answer is a big N-O. You do not need outlines. You do not need templates. Although you find that for most people, most of our... Um, what should I say, relationships, 
are templated. You'll find that typically you say the same sort of thing when you pick up the phone. Um, you know, for, I mean, those of us who say, hey bro, alpha, or what's up, or good morning, or hello, this is Benedicta speaking, or whatever, you'll find that typically you have some elements of your conversations that are uh, templated. But bottom line is you do not need a template. You can freestyle. And there are loads of people who pride themselves on their ability to um, freestyle. However, the reason why I recommend having some sort of outline is because freestyling is fraught with a couple of problems. Now, because you're trying to come up with uh, solutions to a problem each time you're having a conversation, it requires a lot of mental effort with every context and with every um, conversation that you're having. And then in that case, you're going to have a lot of fatigue. If you're freestyling all the time, if you have uh, 10 phone calls in a day and you're pretty much just freestyling, you can end up being um, exhausting. And then apart from the mental exertion that goes along with freestyling, there's the problem of scale. Now, the idea behind scale is taking something that works and then multiplying its effects over and over again so that you can bring more gross revenues into your business. So um, if you're freestyling, the reason why it can't scale is because it's not something you can teach to your employees. You can't teach a freestyling style to your employees. If you just tell them, I wing it, go ahead and wing it, apart from the obvious quality control issues that you're going to have, because when you wing it, there are certain things that you know inherently that are part of your brand promise and the way that you want to put yourself out into the market. And if you just tell them, go ahead and freestyle, they are going to come along with their own assumptions as to what your own business is trying to portray or what they think your business should portray. And there you have quality control issues because the brand that you think you're promoting might not be actually what it is that is going out when your employees start talking to other people. So apart from that um, uh, branding issue and the communications um, issue there, the, uh, the lack of uh, congruity, um, yeah, okay, yes, where was I? Scale. You're not going to be able to scale because if you're freestyling, you can't teach anybody to freestyle the way that you do. Except if you're going to sit down and try and tease out some principles about how you freestyle in the first place. And then you see, we're back to this whole thing of coming up with an outline or with a template or with a framework or with a script or whatever it is that you call it. The reason why I'm using all those different monikers is because some people get hung up on the words. Some people say, no, I don't like being scripted. Then fine, don't call it a script. You can call it a framework. You can call it an outline. You can call it a roadmap. You can call it an agenda. You can call it whatever it is that you want to call it. But on this whole thing of scripting, for those of you who get hung up on this thing about script, I hope you guys realize that everything that you like about your life is scripted okay maybe not what you like about your life but let's just say uh, a lot of things that you like are scripted your favorite tv show is scripted your experience at your favorite uh food store or computer store is scripted your sunday sermon is scripted your um imam's uh sermon on a friday um it's scripted the learning programs that you're using online or whatever these are all scripted. 
So the problem is not with the script. The problem is just when the performer or the person who has the script is not able to inject their own unique angle to it to give it life and to make it fresh. So if you saw that movie with uh, Denzel Washington, um, I think it was the Midnight Summer Tale, I think. So it was Denzel Washington, I think uh, um, um, Emma Thurman and a couple of other people. Um, it was an adaptation of Shakespeare. Now the thing is, I have seen that particular play before and I thought it was cool. I've seen another movie about that, um, about a Midsummer Night's Dream before, and I also thought that was cool. And then I saw Denzel and Omar Thurman in that version, and I thought that was cool as well. The script was essentially the same, but the reason why each rendition was cool, even though the words were exactly the same, is because Denzel Washington and Emma Thurman brought something to their own performance that the people in the play when we were back in secondary school, brought to their own performance and uh, the other movie as well. So in this case, you can see that the script was the same, but um, delivery, uh, what else? Delivery, pitch, um, acting props, um, what else? There are lots of things that you can do to flesh out a script. So don't worry, even if, let's say you are an employee listening to this, you're an employee of a wedding planner and she hands you a script, don't get upset that madame is handing you a script. You are at liberty to take the script and to inject some of yourself into it, to give it some flair so you don't just come off as someone, so you just don't come off like a primary school student who is learning how to read and then you come across as flat. So let's stop having hang-ups over this whole thing of whether it's a script or not. Call it whatever it is that you uh, that will make you much more comfortable around it. Or the bottom line is that you need something that is pointing to true north and that shows you what it is that we are trying to hit in this conversation and that is the main use that is the main utility of having a conversation outline having a script having a framework having an agenda having a key point map or whatever it is that we are going to call it so we've gone past the 10 minute mark now and i'll bring it to a close and tomorrow we'll continue, that's if I'm able to find some time to make the recording uh, during, okay, not during the wedding. Hmm. Anyway, I'll see if I can make out some time. And if I'm able to do that, then we'll continue on this whole thing of conversation outlines and um, scripts. So freestyling, yes, you can freestyle. People do that, but it has problems because there's a lot of mental effort that is involved. You're tired all the time and you can't scale because you can't teach a freestyling process to your employee. So that means that essentially your flair and your talent and your sales genius is always going to remain with you. And when you are not there to give your business that dash of flair and genius, like if you have to travel for two weeks, you know, to do um an out-of-state job you take your flair with you and it means that for that two weeks um the people who are handling the phone are not going to be able to bring that particular um kind of um sales genius that you bring on the conversation so i hope i've been able to convince you guys that a conversation outline an agenda a framework is important and if you're along for the ride then please come back here again tomorrow so that we continue with um looking at spectacular sorry particular examples of what uh conversation outlines are out there on the 
out there on the internet and uh, whatever materials that I've come across. But remember, as usual, whatever it is that I say here is not exhaustive. So feel free to hop on the Google machine like everybody else does and see what else you can find out there. Hit your local library. You'd be surprised what it is that you can find in print as well. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.